Hi everyone and welcome to our third episode. This podcast is based on the card game We're Not Really Strangers, where we get to know people on a deeper level. In today's episode, we're introduced to Abby. Yeah, I'm Abby. I just finished studying environmental geography. Um, I'm Scottish. Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so let's start. Um, what's been your happiest memory this past year? Um, so last summer I went for quite a lot of walks um, and on one of those walks um, I sat beside the river and I was reading a book out loud um, with my boyfriend and some random strangers were around and started listening in um, so I ended up with like a bit of an audience to my reading um, I actually think that was one of the best days of the summer just you know, making connections with these strangers That's so um, sweet yeah. <laughs> and what was the book? Um, it was The Lost World um, by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. I actually haven't even finished it yet because <laughs> I, I read like five chapters and then um, moved on to something else. <laughs> right. Has a stranger ever changed your life? I think lots probably have. Um, but I can't think of any in particular. <laughs> Um, but I feel like a lot of the decisions that we make probably are influenced by the yeah. people that just pass us. Um, yeah, I see what you mean. Are you missing anyone right now? And do you think they are missing you too? I miss my cat. <laughs> um, so I I haven't seen my parents very much since COVID happened. Um, and I have missed them quite a lot during the lockdown and everything but um I saw them a couple of weekends ago so um that was really nice to catch up I don't think my cat misses me um (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately I think she forgets that I exist whenever I go away um but I think you know I've seen my parents because they come to visit um but kitty can't come (laughs) (laughs) I really miss her Um, yeah what's been the best compliment a stranger has ever given you um, well, I met a guy um, near the castle the other day. Um, he was just walking past and said it was a nice day and we got chatting. And um, he, he said that I was like um, something out of the 50s, um, which I'm going to say is a compliment. Um, we're going with it being a compliment. He seemed, um, he seemed to feel that I was a, I don't know, rare old soul. Um, from my age. Oh. I'll, we'll go with, we'll go with that <laughs> as a yeah. compliment from a stranger. What do you think your superpower is? I think I can be quite empathetic. Um, I think that can definitely, you know, act as a superpower. Um, in some ways, I th- I I definitely feel with people. Often I cry with people. Um, but I I think I feel with people quite a lot. Um. Though this year has been hard because you can't even be in a room with people. So yeah. It's kind of got in the way of, of having that kind of connection with anyone. Um, and have you always um, felt like this was a superpower and not a weakness to be very empathetic and, and feel for people? Because sometimes that can be quite overwhelming, you know? Yeah, no, I think I um, I think I never saw its benefits um, until 
I guess when I came to uni, I think I used to feel I was just a really like sensitive person and that, you know, people could kind of um, mess with me because of that. Um, but I think since I've been at uni, I, you know, you, if you feel a little bit more safe or um, powerful, then you actually have a chance to see the things that make you slightly weaker as things that also can make you stronger. Um, yeah, I, I think it's been a, a sort of learning curve um, to try and make that something that um, is useful and helpful in my life rather than something that yeah. is um, difficult and, and overwhelming. What part of your life works and what part of your life hurts? Mm. I think I can be... I, I think I can be really easily... Um, I really easily feel betrayed by people. I think I can be very um, overly attached to the friends that I have. Um, I think that's a really good thing. I think it's really helpful. But I also think that... Um, I can, you know, if I, if one of my closest friends happens to have, um, happens to be more extroverted than me and has loads more friends, then I actually can feel quite, um, I don't know, insignificant. Um, what part of my life though works? Um, I think that also has a flip side of me having really close connections with the people who I am friends with. What question are you trying to answer most in your life right now? Um, what should I do <laughs> in the future? Um, I think leaving uni brings that one up quite a lot. Um, everyone's asking me where I'm going to go and I guess I have to decide who I'm going to be. And um, I have plans f for the next year, um, but beyond that, it's all very unknown. Uh, I think I need to figure a lot of that out. Um, yeah. <laughs> and do you feel a lot of pressure? on finishing uni? Um, I, in some ways, I, I think it's more just the weight of, of leaving and suddenly I'm not a student and I can't hide behind being a student anymore. Um, but I don't feel much pressure to you know, achieve really highly or any of that. Um, I just feel, I, I feel pressure to know where to go um, right. more than to do well. <laughs> what do you crave more of? Mm, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think now that a lot of my close friends are leaving, I think I I crave close friendships. Um, and actually, especially since since COVID has happened, I definitely crave face to face meetings and um, yeah, just just eating dinner with people or having hot chocolate with people. I. I want those experiences where I can be close to people in real life. Yeah. And do you think before that, before COVID, let's say, um, do you think you also craved something about like um, relations and, and people or was it something more materialistic? I think before COVID, I had enough opportunity to see people that I was kind of bored of them or tired of, you know, overwhelmed, I think, by by constantly being around people. I, I'm a bit of an introvert, so I prefer not to be constantly bombarded with contact with people. Um, so I think before COVID, I felt like I craved my own space and, um, 
yeah, a bit more time away. Um, but since COVID has happened, I, I just want to go for walks and hang yeah. out with people in real life. <laughs> How are you really? Um, in terms of like how I how am I you know doing deep down yeah um, I think I'm excited about what's coming and very scared as well um, I don't feel particularly um, worried or stressed at the moment I think leaving uni um, gets rid of a lot of that but I do feel a bit nervous about um, about how to get a job and how to do life. Um, I don't think I really hide that though. Um, when people ask me how I'm doing, I mm-hmm. tend to be quite upfront about how I'm really doing. Um, yeah, I, I think I am frustrated with COVID and I'm excited about coming out of that and I'm excited about the opportunities of leaving uni um, and nervous about them. <laughs> yeah, cool. Who is your celebrity crush? Oh, um, the one who springs to mind is Matt Damon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really that into celebrities, um, but I guess, yeah, if, if someone springs to mind, then I'll have to go with him. <laughs> what does your phone wallpaper tell people about yourself? Um, well, it's a picture of me and my boyfriend, um, and I, th- I can't even remember which picture of us it is, but I think it's us. Um, beside the sea yes yes it's us in my um hometown um which is Trun, um and we're up um there's this like bank um and we're out in the in the wind and the wild um i, I think it yeah talks about how i'm outdoorsy and interested in weird things um and that he's important in my life <laughs> If you could prescribe yourself one thing to do for the rest of this month, what would it be and why? Um, well, there's not really much of the month left, is there? <laughs> True. Maybe for next month then. <laughs> yeah, for the whole next month. Um, well, I mean, I need, in terms of what I need to do, I need to get a job. Um, but I also need to make sure that I take time to not just be sitting on my laptop looking for a job the whole time. Um yeah I would prescribe myself daily walks and lots of cups of tea (laughs) (laughs) what is your father's name and tell me one thing about him my dad's name is Paul though it's actually his first name's George because he's one of those people who's called by his middle name um and one thing about him um he retired when I was really young and he looked after me. Um, so he was a stay-at-home dad, which um, I think is very unusual. A lot of people have stay-at-home mums, but it's rare to have a stay-at-home dad. Cool. Have you changed your mind about anything recently? Mm. No, <laughs> Not that, nothing springs to mind. I've probably changed my mind about loads of things, but um, I can't think of any. Right, that's okay. <laughs> If you could get to know someone in your life on a deeper level, who would it be and why? I have a friend, um, I have a friend called Yori, who, um, she's Chinese, um, and we met through the Global Cafe. Um, 
and we know each other quite well, um, but we haven't seen much of each other during COVID and everything. And we've called um, a few times, but um, I think I I see her as one of my closest friends, but I actually don't know her very well. Um, so I guess she'd be the person who I'd want to get to know better. What's the most pain you've ever been in that wasn't physical? So in my second year at uni, I I really struggled with depression. Um, I I came, so I went away in the summer um, to Haiti as part of a, a mission team. And I came back and I, I got sick on the plane. I, nothing to do with actually being in Haiti, but I got sick on the plane. Um, and it was a week before term restarted. And so by the time I got back to uni, I, I hadn't been eating properly. Um, I couldn't process everything that I had been involved with. Um, I had a lot of pressure because I was um, on the committee for the Christian Union and I'd, I wasn't coping, but I had all this responsibility. Um, and that lasted, oh, it lasted about a year altogether. Um, I got quite bad agoraphobia and I couldn't handle being out of my little tiny flat um, because I just didn't feel that I was safe anywhere else, you know, that that a wave of, of all of the pain could come over me and I wouldn't be able to get home. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think that it was, it was worse for like the first few weeks of being back at uni and then it slowly started to get better so I, I felt like I was on the mend and that everything should be fine soon. Um, but then a year later, I was still feeling it. Um, but it went away. It did finally, it finally, um, it finally lifted about a year later. But yeah, that's probably the most pain I've ever been in. Right. And would you mind sharing, if you know, why it went away at some point? Or how did you make um, it go away? So... The next summer, um, I booked to leave um, for a month to work with various um, churches in um, Wales and in um, Liverpool and stuff. And by that point, I, I was I was recovering. I think I think the fact that I just had time to process was part of what I needed to recover. But um, when I went away, I was still feeling that sense of um, life being too heavy. Um, I think while I was gone, the change of scenery um, and, I don't know, having a chance to actually be helpful and useful, I think it was just so refreshing that it was enough to just get over the the last little bits that were still with me. Um, I think that was enough to lift me out of them. But yeah, before that, I think um, just having time to, to process and heal um, I think that was a long process, um, and this was just the end. How likely are you to go camping, and how high maintenance is your setup? Um, well, so I used to go camping a lot. Um, my parents love camping. Um, I used to go with them all the time. Um, but recently, if I don't know, I don't like the idea so much. Um, I'm not sure if I just have a feel like I need more comfort in life now. I don't know, but I think I could camp in a tent if it was only a short period of time. 
I think the Scottish weather puts me off because it's just <laughs> constantly rainy. I hate the I hate the idea of coming back to a wet place to sleep and then getting putting on wet clothes and going out into a wet world. Yeah. Um, if it could, if I could guarantee good weather, then I would I would camp in a tent indefinitely. Um, but I like those. Um, you know, like the wooden hut things that mm-hmm. you can go into instead. I I like the idea of that because then it. It feels more secure. How would you describe the feeling of being in love in one word? Mm. Homely. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's very hard to sum up in one word, but I think, you know, that that feeling of 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 peace and safety and comfort and um warmth i think i think that can be yeah summed up by homeliness thank you for listening and thanks again abby for sharing a bit of yourself with us if you want to participate that's absolutely possible you just have to click the link in the description hope you enjoyed